weekly awkward intro. I have no idea yeah. how to fucking do this. <laughs> After two years, you'd think I'd be, you know, more comfortable doing it, but I can never, not as witty as Tom is. Uh, yeah. We're, we're doing a very special... Uh, yeah, this is an unusual one. Tom's in a hidden location. We're not allowed to say where he is. But he, uh... I'm at work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's at, he is at work. at work. I'm at work. Um... This may turn into a little bit of an issue for Joe because he's going to have to do a lot of editing on this because I may be getting telephone calls. I may be getting things along those lines. So with that, Joe may, Joe has his work cut out for him if it turns into a uh, busy night here at work. Well, let's hope, uh, let's hope it's like every other shift you have and it's, it's quiet as hell. Yes. Uh, I'm drinking a margarita while you're at work. Are you really? I am. I'm drinking coffee. Well, we're, we're like two different animals tonight. <laughs> Trust me, if I could drink at work, I would be. Yeah, well, I'm sure you have before. So before we get into this week's topic, uh, I want to make mention of uh, something that happened last week. We made a comment that um, we thought, you know, Kirk Douglas was one of those guys who you always think is dead, but he's still alive. Uh, well, now he's dead. Yes, he did die. He did die at 103. Yeah, I uh, would not want to live that long. So, uh, us here at Bulls of the Ring like to send our sympathies and apologies for jinxing the uh, Douglas family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, we, uh, we, really, we really just fucked up on that one. <laughs> We would have had a great call on a death pool, though, if we were ever in one. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was thinking about death, that uh, that uh, death pool, and uh, I had like, a dark horse. Just thinking about it over the past week, and I'm like, if we did that now, like, I'd have a really good one who's someone that's okay. young that could definitely go at any time. All right, but maybe we'll bring that up later on. Maybe we will. But for now... Well, how how was how was your week? How was you have a good week? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, I had a little bit of overtime in there, so that mm -hmm. was good. I'm I'm actually on overtime right now. I mean, and this is one yeah. of my this is this is one of my normal days off, and I actually went into work on it because uh, I need money. I need off. money. The uh, the house is still getting uh, built, and there was a uh, there. It's taking a little bit longer than what we hoped for, and my wife's getting very frustrated, so she actually called up her uh, her parents, who had just gotten back from a cruise, actually, to come up here and kind of have them go over the house with the builder, because my father-in-law used to be in construction. Okay. So, um, he is up here now, and it, it may not be good. There might there might be a little bit of yelling and fighting between um, all parties involved. Wait, so hold on. So your in law your in laws are up. Oh yes, they're up for so, another another twenty days. So this is why you took overtime. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> smart, smart man, smart man. Um, the only bad thing is I can't drink right now. So that is. I'll I'll drink. For, I have um my margarita and then I have. Five Miller Lights next to me when this is done. So uh, I'll do the okay. drinks for both of us. Uh, you, you're talking to your house. I actually went to Kiz. To, I went to Kizen. I went to dinner with my cousin a couple of nights ago. 
and we're having dinner, and she all of, all of a sudden out of the blue goes, uh, "Did Tom ever get his urinal?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, actually, yeah, actually, uh, he did." I'm like, "How did you know about that?" And she told you know she's like, "I listen to my boyfriend and all this stuff." So now, but, who is this? This is my cousin Samantha. Oh, okay. Yeah, her boyfriend is the guy I gave a shout out to a couple months ago. He was uh he was in the military. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you gave him a second shout out. Yeah, there we go. Mike and Sam, how's it going? Um, all right. So, um, let's just jump into this because uh, I know you have a busy night ahead of you. Uh, yeah. For all those living under a rock, the Super Bowl was this past Sunday. It was a very good game. Yes, I would say so. Uh, I won no money as per usual. Well, actually, no, I won thirty bucks in the little pool we did with us. But uh, did you win anything? Oh no! Yeah, no, and I I, I dropped probably near a thousand dollars. Oh, you you're a maniac! Yeah, <laughs> that's not so. I dropped maybe three hundred. No, 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 more than that. Between like three fifty, four hundred, I dropped. Which for me is a is a lot because I don't I don't make as much as you do I don't think, but uh, yeah so uh, the Chiefs won they came back and won I believe the score was thirty one twenty. Uh, I don't have it up right now. Okay. Um, but uh, the one of the biggest things going on was the halftime show. Um, of course, it was. which uh was uh Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Um, you know, but before we kind of jump into that, I kind of wanted to go over like a, maybe like a little bit of a history of the halftime show. If, uh, you're, you're, if you're down with that, Tom. Yes, I, 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 I did do a little bit of uh, research. I did too, actually. Um, I figure since we're going to be, uh, expanding just to one topic, we really should try to get as much facts as we can. I did. It. And I did. I, I actually, I actually was pretty proud of myself. I really kind of dug, uh, dug a little deep. Into this, into the halftime show, and now don't we're gonna just basically do the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, the halftime show has been around since they think they said like the early 1900s. Um, if I could just uh, my thing froze. <laughs> I'm at the I list. see it. I'm here. Okay. Um. So, yeah, the halftime show started in the early 1900s. It was basically a, uh, I guess you can kind of call it a, a dog and pony show at the time. It was ba- it was just like little tricks and uh, strongmen, almost like a circus. Um, okay. So then obviously the Super Bowl comes into play in the 1960s. Um, if you've ever... Wanted to know what the sewer, what the halftime show was like in the Super Bowl, uh, say Super Bowl three. Um, it looked like garbage. <laughs> it was basically just like high school bands, college bands. Um, you know, I'm going into the seventies right now, and it's saying like you know tribute to Mardi Gras, and yeah, they did a lot of tribute stuff. Yeah, that's basically every Super Bowl, every Super Bowl halftime show has a theme. Um, I'll just kind of run down some of them. Uh, Super Bowl Seven, the theme is Happiness Is, and that was performed by the University of Michigan Marching Band with uh, mm-hmm. Woody Herman and Andy Williams. Going to uh, Super Bowl Eleven, we have It's a Small World, which was produced by the Walt Disney Company. And uh, I love that ride, just so you know. That is my favorite ride at Disney. Uh, it's the most boring ride in the park, but okay. Why do you like the Small World ride so much? 
It has a very catchy tune. Okay. And it's just like, it's a calm ride. It's You're out of the sun, you're out of the heat, and it's just a, it's a mellow ride to get you around. Uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you, it is like a, um, if you've done like three roller coasters in a row, it's good to kind of go, <laughs> I said, when you do three roller coasters in a row, it's kind of good to have like that, like the, uh, like a down ride, like a ride that's like, uh, very tranquil. Yeah. So, all right, I'm with you on that. Um... So then, you know, we get into the 80s, and it's uh, more or less the same. Salute to the Big Band era at Super Bowl XIV, at the Rose Bowl. Um, this band called Up With People, who I've noticed have been at a few... They were on a few um, Super Bowls. I can't really pick them off right now. Um, I noticed Gloria Stefan was at uh, Super Bowl, I want to say... Where is she? Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but she was at, she was at a few. But a lot of, if they get like a, a performance, they usually do one song or or, or like they kind of do something with the band. It's nothing like big. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean the way I looked at it, and when I was doing my research, the first what I would consider real like modern Super Bowl, like where it wasn't just the uh, a tribute type thing with the marching bands, and this was that was uh, it would be Super Bowl XXV. That Don't ask me what Roman 20, numeral that is. That is but that X, would X, the, 25. That would be... Uh, the Giants vs. Bills. Yes. Uh, I was actually working my way up to that. Um, that was a small world tribute, which is no wonder why you liked it so much. Um, it had New Kids yeah. on the Block, Warren Moon, uh, a bunch of Disney characters. Uh, New Kids on the Block performed their hit song, Step by Step, which a uh, little bit of tribute for, for you. That's my favorite New Kids on the Block song. Is it really? <laughs> it is. Um... But here's the funny part about Super Bowl, the Super Bowl 25 halftime show. It aired at the end of the this. game. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to say it? No, 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 no. You can go. Do you want to know? Uh, why, why don't you tell people why it aired at the end of the game? I will. We'll, we'll double team this one. Okay. Well, finger cuff it. About, it was the Gulf War uh, conflict. So they, I guess they were airing that. And then they played the halftime show after the game. They did. Very so good. Apparently, yes. It's funny how uh, Desert. I mean, nowadays I doubt that would happen, but uh, Desert Storm was a very big deal in uh, 1991. Um, so now this is where things start to change a little bit. I, I bet you they saw like how much money they could make, and they're like, "We got to fucking capitalize." Well, on here's this. what happened. So Super Bowl 92 comes around, and you have uh, Gloria Stefan. Olympic skaters Brian Portano, Portano, Dorothy Hamill, uh, the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team, and the University of Minnesota marching band. So they're really kind of playing up the Winter Olympics that year. So uh, this is the interesting part about this, is that on Channel Fox, the Fox Channel, they decided for the first time, and this is the first time ever this has happened, Another channel decided to counter-program the halftime show. So Fox aired a live episode of In Living Color, which was one of the biggest shows during that time. Fox had three heavyweights, if you will. In Living Color, The Simpsons, and Married with Children. So they decided to go with In Living Color. 
it drew 22 million people away from the Super Bowl. Which is shocking. Which is huge. You want to know why? Huge. You want to know why this happened? Because Super Bowl halftime show was boring? <laughs> well, not only that, but J-Lo was on it. You know, she was ah, a fly girl on Living Colors. That's so right. That's right. They, they, but her, that, that big booty of hers just it just attracts people. Well, uh, I was one of those people that did watch in Living Color during that Super Bowl, so <laughs> that it drew me over. Um, so this led to the Select, uh, select Productions, which I believe was in charge of... Um, producing the halftime show at that point, uh, they kind of decided that, you know, we, I mean, obviously no one wants to lose that many viewers, especially when uh, advertisers are paying so much money to have a commercial aired. No one's going to see if it airs after the second quarter and before the third quarter. So they decided to make some kind of change where they wanted to the halftime show to be instead of like a tribute. They wanted it to be more like a full blown mini concert, which would lead to 1993 and uh, probably one of the biggest halftime shows of all time, Michael Jackson. Yeah, they they definitely went and tried to swing for the fence with this one. Well, they they hit a home run because um, oh, I- it increased the TV ratings by a, a significant amount. Uh, it's probably one of the most watched events in American history, what they say. Um, and because this was so big, they kind of decided to stick with this formula. Uh, and about seven months later after this, Michael Jackson would be uh, accused of child molestation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so just how, how how things change in less than a year. <laughs> really, it's yeah. kind of, it's crazy. Um, would this have been, I'm trying to remember now. This would have been probably the highest scoring Super Bowl for one team, right? Fifty-two points by the by the Cowboys. Uh, it's definitely. I would say, yeah, it was. As far as recent memory, yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, I can't. The, think the Niners did forty-nine. Uh, two years later, three years later, at okay. uh, the one at Joe Robbie Stadium. Yes. All so, right. Okay. Yeah, it would have been two later. So yeah, this was one of the highest single team scoring Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. It was the Cowboys. I didn't, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, they kind of, they kind of stuck with that formula a little bit. Um, but it really kind of wasn't as big as Michael Jackson. The next year, you kind of had Clint. I mean, if you're a country fan, I guess this is pretty big. Clint Black, Tanya Tucker, Travis Tritt, the Judds. Uh, you, and they were all, they were also kind of going towards that. They were in Georgia. Yeah, you know, very popular there. So it, it kind of fit. You know, if it was up in Detroit, I don't know if it would have uh, been as good. But you have a lot of Southern fans that were oh, there, of so it made it kind of work that way. Yeah, and you and you're absolutely right. They definitely played to where they were. Um. Uh. So again. Uh, Patty LaBelle was in uh, Super Bowl nine, uh, sorry twenty nine. That, but th- a lot of these were like joint efforts where they just had a bunch of people. Um, side note: anytime they were in Miami, they either had Gloria Estefan or Miami Sound Machine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kind of. <laughs> it's almost kind of like, hey, yeah, yeah, they're, they're pretty much down the block. So, like, hey, you want to swing by and do a song or two? They just did conga and rhythm is going to get you five times each. 
Um, I can keep going. It's basically, I mean, Diana Ross was Super Bowl 30 uh, at Arizona. Then in 97, you had the Blues Brothers. Um, and not, not to cut you off, but that the one with uh, Patti LaBelle was kind of the last where it was more like showy. Right, yeah. It, it started now just turning into just performing artists, mm-hmm. you know, for songs. It got right. more of the, the musical like concert, if you will, as opposed to it being marching bands or having themed and like that one with Patti LaBelle was, it was theme was Indiana Jones yes. and it turned away from like the almost state performance to a concert type atmosphere. Yeah, it did. You're right. Um, yeah, pretty much. It's just the same things. So it, it's very, um, well, they'll throw in like maybe a, a, a current artist, but it's mostly for the it's for the most part it's mostly past artists like you had Smokey Robinson um, uh-huh. mixed with Boyz II Men and Queen Latifah with the Temptations and then in '99 you had uh, Gloria Stefan because it was Miami Stevie Wonder yep. and uh, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy yeah so then we get to 2000 and this is where things really kind of start to turn a little bit. Um, Super Bowl. Where we started to watch it as a group. Well, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> this is the only Super Bowl in the 30 plus years I've been watching Super Bowls where I did not see it. I did not watch this, this one. one. Because okay. this one, my fucking job, made me stay fucking late. I got fucking drove home in a fucking snowstorm. I drove off the fucking road into a fucking snowbank. <laughs> Only you. Fucking god damn it. I had to get driven to ShopRite by these fucking strangers <laughs> so my mom could pick me up. <laughs> it fucking sucked. So I'll tell this side story really quick. I was working at um, a uh, a ski resort in the uh, New Jersey area. You could put two and two together and figure it out. At 6 o'clock. Now there was, um, there was a south side and there was the north side. The south side closed at 6 o'clock. I was working the south side, so... That was my favorite side as well. It was, because it closed early, and it wasn't as busy. So then, when I was a lift operator, that was my job. I had to hold the lifts or control if it went fast, slow, this and that. So, they told everyone, oh yeah, you guys can go home, blah, blah, blah. We're closing everything, and I remember hearing the phone ring in the uh, the booth there, the t- you know the, the lift operator booth. And they go, Joe, they want you over on the north side till 10. And I'm like, fuck, I guess I'm missing the Super Bowl. So that was my, and I fucking drove off the side of the road. <laughs> so that was, that was my story. Um, but for this one, you had, uh, so for this one, we had Christina Aguilera, who, and this is January of 2000. Christina Aguilera was pretty much around for like six months at this point, so for her to kind of get this big deal, or a big performance is kind of a big deal, but she only did one song with uh, Enrique Iglesias, uh, Tony Braxton, and Phil motherfucking Collins. Uh, he was riding high off the uh, the Tarzan soundtrack, and he uh, did Two Worlds, which is from that wonderful soundtrack that he did. Anything he does is wonderful, in my opinion. I'm a little drunk right now, so <laughs> this is going to be very interesting going forward. 
Yeah, and I, I'm completely stone sober, which is, <laughs> yeah. this is like the total opposite of what this it normally is. This is the Yin Yang Podcast. Yeah. Um, so now, as I mentioned before, you kind of had the past. They kind of dipped their toes into the present of you know artists present day. Uh, here's where they really hit you in the fucking face. January 2001, Super Bowl 35, which I hate the Super Bowl because this is where the Giants lost the Ravens. You had NSYNC, Britney Spears, Goddamn Nelly, Mary J. Blige, Mary J. Blige, sorry, and Aerosmith. Yes. Um, and, you know, they all did the thing, and Aerosmith did Walk This Way because that's all they ever fucking do at every goddamn concert they do. God forbid they ever play Love in an Elevator. They just gotta do Walk This Way a million fucking times. But they did it. You had all these extra people in sync, Britney mm-hmm. Spears, all these people, and all they did was that one song because the rest was just in sync alone or Aerosmith alone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In uh, sync did Bye 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 and It's Gonna Be Me. Uh, Aerosmith did. They did three songs, two by themselves, one. With everybody, but it's funny because Britney Spears didn't do. You know, you you think Britney Spears, who's this big artist, she's never done a solo Super Bowl halftime show. Really, really, never did. And she's a. I mean, she's she's a huge artist. You'd think like they would have tapped her in like maybe two thousand five, two thousand six. Oh, I'm sure someone tapped her. Oh, I'm sure a lot of people. I'm sure it's Steven Tyler tapped her. Yeah. Um, this is probably one of my favorite. Super Bowl halftime shows, uh, 2002. I'm not a very big U2 fan, um, but this is like the tribute to the, the September 11th attacks. Uh, and they, I remember at the end, they showed everybody's names that died. Did you? I mean, you had to have seen it. We, I think we watched it together. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I just kind of remember uh, that was a good one. Then uh, the year after that, uh, your favorite band, no doubt. That's right. Shania Twain and Sting, another good Super Bowl. Uh, I could have done without Sting. I like Sting. I, I He only I did hate, one song. I just, I, whenever he's on the radio, if my wife's driving and they, he comes on, I will stick my hand, like, into the steering wheel to change it. She has the, the buttons on the steering wheel. Yeah. I will fucking do that. Cause Why? I, I, I just don't you like can't him. can't call I, him a liberal. Nothing. He's not from here. I just, yeah, I, I just don't like him at all. Okay, all right. But, do you like No Doubt? I do. I remember uh, Gwen Stefani looked smoking hot during his halftime show. Yes. Um, And here is the, <laughs> probably the most famous halftime show of all time. 2004, Super Bowl 38. Jessica Simpson starts it off. Then we got in uh, Janet Jackson, P. Diddy, Kid Rock, and Justin Timberlake, and this is the what was been has been referred to as Nipplegate. Yes. Uh, if you are under the age of thirty, you probably don't know what this is. Basically, uh, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake are doing a song at the end, and uh, rips off a part of her. Uh, Brazier and uh, booby. <laughs> a yes, with booby. a big old, uh, big old nipple ring on it. Yeah, it was like a star or some shit like that. Yeah, like a tattooy moon or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
totally, you know, there's always been a, a controversy if it was planned or not. That was 100% planned. There's I believe so. no way that wasn't. I just remember we were, um, I don't think you were there for this one, but we were watching it at the Crystal Inn. No, because this was the day before I started um, my job. Ah, oh, yeah, because it was 2004. Okay. Yep. You just heard everybody in the damn restaurant go, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the Eminem boys fell off their chair. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then after that, you kind of they kind of started playing it safe a little bit. You had Paul McCartney. Rolling Stones, uh, you had Prince, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, uh, Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band, The Who. Um, so then this on. is where they started. This, I, I think after the uh, The Who, mm-hmm. they were like, we got to change it up. We got to get a little bit more modern. And this is where it kind of, the wave kept going up now. Yes, yeah. Well, after the Janet Jackson, they said that we got to kind of fucking... Do uh do crowd control here and just kind of get safe bands. Yeah, I mean, who would have guessed the Who and Prince and Tom Petty would be known as safe bands? But that's kind of yeah. what they did. <laughs> I mean, the coke that went in between these guys is unreal. Oh, you ain't kidding. Yeah, but that's kind of what they went with. Uh, but like you said, they kind of played it safe, and then after the Who, they really kind of they did the Black Eyed Peas. Um. Then the next year was Madonna, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Katy Perry, Lenny Kravitz. Just these newer, ba- you know, present day bands, I guess. Um, they all kind of sucked, if you ask me. Lady Gaga was Super Bowl 51. Um, yeah. Yeah, then last year you had Maroon 5. So, bring it to this year. Yes. Now it was Shakira and Jennifer Lopez with Bad Bunny and Jay Balvin and M. Muniz. Uh, I have no idea who those last three are. No. <laughs> now, we watched it while having a cigar. I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? No. Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Mainly just because I, I don't like any of those artists. Okay. You have a show, and then you have the music. There's two different avenues at this one. For artists, I didn't like it. But for a show, if you were a uh, a prepubescent, pre-pu- I can't say the word. Prepubescent. One of those, there you go. It's one of those tongue twisters I have. Right. You loved it. You absolutely loved this because was- it was raunchy. It was uh, booty shaking. It was... Pat the Puss type thing, it, it was very, as a lot of people said, they either loved it or hated it, and for the people who hated it, it was because it was, and my mom was one of them, she, I, I believe now is getting a little bit more older and more reserved, mm-hmm. and this definitely was not a reserved show. Okay. Uh, well, first off, you don't have to be prepubescent to love it. I'm 38, and I, I didn't love it. I love it, and it's very, it's going just... You know, I enjoyed it. I thought it was better than, you know, other bullshit in the past. My thing, though, is they didn't show too much skin. Um, But last year, what's-his-name from Rune 5 had his shirt off and his abs all oiled up, and no one said boo. But because two Latinas are shaking their asses and crawling over the floor, that's bad. 
that's what I find funny that a lot of the people that were complaining were like these uh, middle aged women, you know, like oh, you know, this was inappropriate. This a uh, uh, you know family friendly show and this and that. But when yeah, when you said the uh, lead singer of Maroon Five's topless, they were fucking you know finger blasting themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. So yeah. Um... I mean, I could care less. I, I typically don't watch the, uh, the halftime shows. As as you said, we usually go out and have a cigar. So I'm very intent on trying to, like, power through that 20 minutes to try to, you know, rough down a cigar in that time. So Which is rough to do. <laughs> yes. Because we didn't do it. I think we had that cigar, like, halfway into the third uh, third quarter, and we had to, I, I had to get rid of mine before it was even close to the end. I, I had pretty much all of it. I finished mine, yeah. but yeah, I think we made it to like. I think when we walked in, there was like nine thirty-five left. Yeah, all right. Uh, so it was a little more than half, but um, yeah. Um, but uh, but I'm also like a, a stovepipe when it comes to cigars. You are not that. Not to take away from the halftime show, but you started smoking a crack pipe recently. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I I, I have. Uh, it's not a crack pipe, but no, I've moved on to an old man cigar. J- Joe is just a, he's a giggling fool right now. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, 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 just, it's, just, it's just a regular pipe. It's not really a crack pipe. Yes. Um, my question to you is, where the, did you smoke that in the house? No, no, no. I was out on the, uh, I was out on the, uh, side porch, if you will. Okay. Uh, now yeah. was was it a corn cob pipe? No, not a corn cob. Nope. Oh. And what do you you just buy tobacco for, and you just kind of put it in there? Yeah, they have loose tobacco. Okay. Um, there's different kinds. You can get you know, I know like my my grandfather used to smoke a pipe, and it was Prince Albert. And then they have like aromatic ones that you know you, you know when you smell a pipe, no one complains about a pipe being smoked. I if cigarettes. Yeah, I'm with you. I love the smell of a pipe. Yeah, if cigarettes are smoked or cigar smoked, people like hate it. They're like, you know, put that shit out. You know, if someone's there with a cigar, they're like, it's the greatest thing. You so mean, you mean a pipe? A pipe? Yes. Yeah. Excuse me. It's a sweeter smell. Yeah, it's not as pungent. It's not as strong, and it it, it does give off the the flavor of it being, you know, a, a good smelling flavor. Mm-hmm. So, are you gonna? Yeah. Con- I, I, I enjoyed it. It's it's very relaxing. Uh, I don't think as relaxing as a cigar because with a cigar, once it's lit, it's kind of like lit unless you let it go out. Where a pipe, you kind of kind of have to keep working it. You know, you may have to like the first one I had, the first uh, pipe I had. I went through like half a box of uh, of the matches. Yeah, because just like you got to keep relighting and keep relighting because you're packing it and it. You know, there, there could be air pockets in there, depending on how tight you do it. And it just makes it a little bit more difficult. It's more of a, um, a trick to get it, mm-hmm. to keep keep lit the whole time. But it was it was very relaxing. I, I enjoyed it. Is it a stronger... Um... No. Oh, okay. No, it's not at I mean, all. It, like, it, you're it's... smoking straight tobacco with no filter. Yeah, and it's, it's not... He- like, when you smoke a cigar afterwards... You kind of have that tobacco taste in your mouth, and your it could dry out your mouth. Yeah, this it's not it. It doesn't seem to sit with you as much, and it definitely doesn't have that overpowering 
if you will, you know, like people say a stench on your clothes. It definitely doesn't give you that. It's it's very subtle. So <laughs> it's funny now. I feel like we're kind of getting away from this, the halftime show, but I, I'm so curious about this. You have dipped, you have smoked cigars, and now you're smoking a pipe, yet you have never touched a cigarette. <laughs> I've had cigarettes in the past, but I just don't like them. I don't think I've ever seen you smoke a cigarette. I, if I maybe did, it might have been one pack in my life. Really? Yeah. When was that. this? Here and there. Here and there. I'm, I'm not, I, I just never like cigarettes. I never like the way it tastes. Yeah. I, you know, the next morning I'd wake up and you'd get that like, you know, where you're like your tongue is like, you almost feel like you got like a film on your tongue. Yeah. It always felt like that. It, it was just never anything I liked. And just the, just the burning of a cigarette. Like to me, a cigar, a pipe, it definitely doesn't have the offense, to me, offensive smell as a, as opposed to a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> All right. All right. So, uh, getting back to the halftime show, um, I, uh, I didn't love it. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was definitely the best one in a pretty long time. Um, it definitely had the biggest set list. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at that set list, I mean, it was huge. I think it definitely ran longer than the twenty minutes. They had they had like fourteen songs, but then there was a few like fourteen different songs, but a few of them were I guess uh, like interlooped in the other songs. Yes. So I mean, if you add them all together, fourteen. Yeah, twenty-two songs all together. Wow. So yeah, it was definitely a. Uh, very jam-packed uh, performance. The funny part is, is that you know we were watching it, but we weren't really listening to it. I just noticed it did "Born in the USA." <laughs> yeah, but I, I did not hear this. I mean, who even knows? It may have just—they may have had like to just give it credit. Maybe if there was like a guitar solo or something in there, yeah, that may have interlooped it through there. Okay, all right. They may have tried to be a mixtape master, but they are not. No, they are. They are certainly not. I'm the mixtape master. That is true. Uh, that was talked about once. It sure was. Long <laughs> time. Yes. Um, all right. So, what? Like, what are some of your favorite halftime shows throughout the years? Well, I, I, I did do uh, my. I think what. Again, I'm never really a fan. I don't really watch it. There's none that I sat there and when I was done with it, like, wow, this is great. But I think the two that I had, I put down as the, uh, I got some idiot knocking on the door out here. Okay, I'll stop. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, he's just, he knocked on the door and then ran, because he's a fucking moron. I'll tell you who it is later. But, uh. Is it someone I know? No, no. But once I tell you what they are, then you'll understand. Can you see the outside of the door? There, I have a, you know, like those, uh, if you have like a bad driveway, you put those mirrors up yes. on like the tree across the street. Yeah. I have one of them there. I have a camera. I have like two cameras that I can see. Okay. Okay. From inside the office. Gotcha. But, uh, to me, the two best set lists, if you will, that's how I kind of broke it down was, uh, it would have been Super Bowl XL one XLI, I guess. 
It was uh, the Colts versus the Bears from 07, and that was Prince. Okay. <laughs> he played We Will Rock You, Let's Go Crazy. Uh, what do I have here? I had it written down, but Baby I can't read my writing. It's so fucking... Try Where it. are we here? He didn't do a lot of his own shit, though. <laughs> yeah. We Will Rock You, Let's Go Crazy, Baby I'm a Star, Proud Mary, All on the Watchtower, Best of You, and Michael Jackson's famous cover, Purple Rain. Not the Michael Jackson you're thinking of, but if you're oh. from Warwick, you know the Michael <laughs> was, Jackson I'm talking I was going to say, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look at the one, two, three, four of those songs aren't even, and I remember this. He did half the set, and it wasn't even his shit. Yeah. I felt duped, because he has but, a lot of songs. Like, you couldn't pick four more of your songs? Come on, bro. I I get that, but I I think out of anyone who could do a cover, he's one of the better ones to do it. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So, he was one of them, and then the other one that was what I would consider my uh, a great set list, would be the Who. They did Pinball Wizard, Bob O'Reilly, Who Are You, See Me, Feel Me, and Won't Get Fooled Again. Yeah. And pretty much all those songs I love. So I thought that was a great set list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, I don't know how good of a uh, performance it was, but to me, just if they were playing those songs, if there was a, a mini concert I could go to, that's what I would want to hear if they were playing. Okay. So. All right. Do you have any? Um, yeah, I have a... The Who was actually one of mine. Um, you're right, they, they played all their big hits. Or not all of them, but they played their biggest hits. Um, Michael Jackson. That's... Uh, when I think of the halftime show, that's one of the my earliest memories of it. Is because it was so... It was such a big deal. And he played... Uh, he went Jam, Billie Jean, Black or White, We Are the World, and uh, Heal the World. So he, okay. uh, he didn't... He really kind of came out swinging. Um, I like the No Doubt one. Okay. They, 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 that they did. Uh, the Aerosmith one, <laughs> I, I liked it. I just hate the fact that they did Walk This Way at the end. <laughs> I'm so fucking sick of that song. Yeah. I'm that, so sick of it. Of, out of all of their songs, when I hear that one, that's one I will skip almost every time. It, yeah, it's to the point where I just don't... I know it's their biggest hit. I just don't enjoy it. It's like Def Leppard. I hate Pour Some Sugar On Me. Because it's just so overplayed. That is not true, because I've seen you at the strip club. You are making it rain every time that song comes that's, on. That's a bullshit lie. <laughs> that's a bullshit lie. <laughs> Fucking dick. It's not true. Oh, no, it's true. It's not true. <laughs> Um, uh, what else here? Uh, that's really it. Um, because I, <laughs> a lot of these Super Bowl shows I didn't watch. Oh, yeah. Outside having cigars. So I didn't really get a chance to see. I mean, no, that's not true. Lady Gaga, I remember us, uh, I believe it was, was that, was this at Cousin Jeff's house, this one? This might have been, that might have been the first one. I believe you're right. But I don't think we watched. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch that either. There was one at your house. I really, oh, the Katy Perry one. That one was decent, but I, I wouldn't put that up there. Um, okay. What? Oh no! 
not only did I do my best, but I did my worst. And oh, okay, you went right into that. Oh, I didn't do my worst. So let's hear yours. This oh. is good. Oh, I got my worst. Okay. I have three. Okay. I'm going to throw out that one because I just don't – Lenny Kravitz, it's the same thing. Are you going to go my way? I'm, I hear that song, and I just want to, like, punch babies. That's I his, can't stand it. I yeah. hate it. That's and his walk this like way. like Katy Perry. Yeah, okay. And her coming in on that big, dumb lion, I was hoping she would fall off of it, and that would just be the end of the show. Like, she fell off. We're going to cancel the show, get back to football. I was hoping that would happen. <laughs> okay. I, I just did not like that one. I have a feeling I know what one of them is definitely going to be. <laughs> but okay, keep going. I'm going to move into, uh, this one I think would be the worst one, because no one in this group can fucking sing. And that was the Giants vs. Pats uh, from 2012. You had Madonna, <laughs> LMFAO. Nicki Minaj, M.I.A., CeeLo Green. None of them can sing. Not a single one of them. It was auto-tune horrendousness at, like, its max. Because that's what these people are known for. Madonna, who used to be able to, I don't know what happened. Maybe it was a few strokes. Maybe it was too much dick. But she just cannot sing anymore. And it's just horrible to think about this. And all these idiots together. It was just a complete bad singing group. And I, I, I just, I couldn't take it. You don't like LMFAO? No. Okay. All right. That's another That's another band. When I hear that song, I want to go to an orphanage and just start punching babies. I just, <laughs> it just annoys me. I cannot take it. Okay. And then we will go to the one that I super duper hate the most. And that would be Super Bowl 50. Hold on. Super Bowl 50? Super Bowl 50. This is the one you hate the most? Hate the most. I Okay, tell us why. Because I, I was wrong. The one I picked wasn't even in your top three. No. I hate Coldplay. I hate Beyonce. I hate Bruno Mars. <laughs> I hate Mark Ronson. I hate them all. I think they suck. And this is the one that Beyonce did the, uh, the Formation song on. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're really going to put this out there? And it just shows because... Formation? What's that? What's what? What's that? That was that was one of her songs, and that's where they were all dressed up uh, like Black Panthers, and this was at the height of the um, mm. everyone hating cops movement, and oh. she, and she just made it even that much worse. And again, it just shows that she hates this country so much because at this Super Bowl that just passed, her and her stupid drug dealing ass husband couldn't even stand for the anthem. I was so. Gonna bring this up at the end, but okay. If you yeah. want to get into it now, we can get into it now. Oh yeah, let's go. So, let's, well. Fuck Beyonce. I hate Queen B. I, I I wish that they were in a helicopter that crashed and it wasn't fucking Kobe and his kid. I fucking hate. I'm them. not gonna wish death on it, but I hate them too. I actually thought you were gonna pick um, uh, Super Bowl 47, which was full Beyonce <laughs> with Destiny's yeah. Child. Because that is my least favorite Super Bowl halftime show of all time. Uh, I am sick and tired of this country kissing her fucking ass about everything that she does. Big, dumb ass. I cannot stand her. I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. She's... She's a nobody. Yeah, she's a nobody. I, just, I don't find her entertaining. 
I don't find her good looking. No. I, I, there's just nothing about her I like. And the fact that they, like you said, they kissed their ass. This was a fucking drug dealer. Who, Which is very true. You know, it's very true. He was a drug dealer. He was a fucking crack dealer. He fucking ruined lives. And now, you know, they made him out to be this great thing. And this power couple. They're arrogant. They're assholes. I don't like anything about them. They have their, their stupid kid. And they have to They kick people out of the hospital and rent the whole floor. Like, who the fuck are that you? This me. isn't Big Fit. That this isn't the, the prince that's being born. You're just some fucking dopey fucking singer. And you, you think you're so entitled. I cannot stand her. Ugh. Yeah, uh, you're right. I, I always hated that that she uh, rented that whole floor of a hospital so she could have her fucking asshole kid. Like who the like really who the fuck are you? You're that like you're right. And she's very entitled. She believes this queen bee shit. Bitch. Yeah, and it didn't. And when I heard they didn't stand for the flag, I'm like, man. <sighs> oh, you knew Unf- I was gonna go unfucking off. Fucking believable. Yeah, I mean, I. I was kind of, I was kind of pissed off too. I was yeah, kind of pissed I, off I, too. I hate him. I really do. This fucking guy he did money cash hoes, and now all of a sudden he's <laughs> he's praises yeah. like, you know, you know, he's this big time. Well, he produced this this current halftime show, which is why he was probably there. Um, it's fucking bullshit. It, it really is. Oh, he produced it. He produced it. Yes. Yeah. That's why they you were know. there. Uh. And I, I and again, I could care less if they're shaking their ass or whatnot. But they talk about you know the Me Too movement and this and that, and they're going to act that way. Yeah, you know that that's what I hate. I mean, we've gotten this yeah. so many times. I never, I don't get this though. Like, I don't get the whole kneeling for the flag or sitting down for the flag. You're you, you're part of this country. Yeah. You, Again, you're a fucking crack dealer who made millions of U.S. dollars. Right. U.S. dollars. Well, same with her. Not banned. Same with her. Yeah. Same with her. I guarantee I, you those two have been pulled over sometime in the last 20 years and a cop let them, through and let, let them out of a ticket or other oh, shit, you know? And you, and you want to sit in, and sit for the flag as, uh, as a, you know, opposing them? Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, yeah I, I, I absolutely cannot stand yeah. them. But you know, you're okay yeah, with the police when they're protecting you and they're giving you the fucking, uh, uh, you know, you're they're protecting your limo getting to the airport or some shit or getting to the next concert venue. You're all about them then. Oh yeah, you fuck you, you love here. them, but yeah, I, I just they're such entitled assholes, and I'm sorry if you like them. But, you know, that's your opinion, and you can have it. I don't like I just, them. I cannot stand them. You talking to me, you talking to the audience? I'm talking to everyone. Oh, okay. I don't like them. I I, I never liked Beyonce. No, I never liked ever. Beyonce. I never got it. I never got the uh, the appeal. I didn't mind Destiny's Child when they first kind of came on the scene, like, you know, Bills, 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 and all that bullshit. Uh, but I never got the appeal of her. I never got what the big deal was. Uh, Jay Z is just a piece of shit. Uh, he's a fucking drug dealer. He's a he's just. I never liked his music. No, Any not except at all. For maybe one or two songs. That's really it. He's just he's a fucking vagina. Yeah, 
was never a fan. Yeah. Right, right. Ugh. Just cracked my back. So. <laughs> but yeah, those those were my those were my three worst. Okay. I, I, I thought you have a bunch of people I can't sing. You got a a hating fucking asshole, pretentious prima donna bitch, and right. it was just to me that's what the halftime show is. For the most part, it's just it's terrible. It's not good. It's not entertaining. They try to be over the top, and uh. I. I'd much rather do other things. I'd rather watch the fucking Puppy Bowl than watch that. Because it's just, I, I don't care. I don't like it. it. There's nothing about it I like. Yeah, uh, I mean... Uh, I, I feel like they, they, they definitely... Um, I see what they're doing, and it definitely works, because people, the last 20 or almost 30 years now, are tuning in, they're watching it. Uh, I'm not a fan of it. Um, I think they make a, too big of a deal every year on who's going to perform the halftime show. Um, I kind of wish um, they would take more of a chance with it. Does that make sense? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I guess there really is no chance anymore, but it's just the same shit. Like, they show people running out into the field. <laughs> it's just the same fucking crap. Yeah. And to me, what kind of show is it? If you know, if I was an artist, like you're playing all your hits. Granted, you're gonna want everyone to be entertained, but I would almost take a chance if I was an artist and play new music. Be like, you know what? You're gonna have you're gonna hear five new songs right now at the show, and see how it goes from there. Yeah. Everyone plays it safe. Where I think you should take a little bit of a chance. But say, um. Like who's say all right here next year? Motley Crue plays the halftime show. Mm-hmm. Okay, they play five songs. Four of those five songs are songs that are going to come off their next album being released in March. Would you like but again, that? But you're picking a band that's older. You know, like, well, that's. But, I mean, yeah, but. The point I'm trying to make is that they have a whole catalog of music. And J-Lo does too. J-Lo has 20 well, years under her belt. But she right now, if she, you're taking Motley Crue, who haven't had, say, a hit album in 20 years. Granted, people are going to want to hear their old stuff. But with someone like J-Lo, um, you know, go J-Lo, Maroon 5. You know, I'm just going through the last ones. Justin Timberlake. They're still releasing new music that is becoming popular. Okay, all they're, right. They're, so, adding, they're adding to their catalog as this is going on. All right, then I'll, I'll, I'll change the band. Tom Petty. He did four songs. He did American Girl, I Won't Back Down, Free Fall, well, Running he, Down he, a Dream. Joe, I don't know this. I don't know if you know this. He cannot do any new songs now. <laughs> I'm talking about... <laughs> now he can't. But I'm talking about in, two, in 2008. Say we're going back to 2008. If they did American Girl and then three other songs, like, hey, this is from our next album. <laughs> and and no, everyone would be like, what the fuck? I don't want to hear this shit. I want to hear their hits. So. But again, you're, you're, 
if you want to hear their new music, you go pay to see like their concert. Like we hear like a couple sprinkled here and there. You're not gonna. I mean, I don't think the Super Bowl is the right area to do that. But again, I think you're picking bad bands when you're trying to say this. No, uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm sure people will agree with me. Yeah, no, they would. But you're, you're picking bands that are. Uh, to me, I don't think it, it, in 2015, if Tom Petty released an album, it wouldn't be the hits that it was. Okay, I, I see. I mis I misunderstood. Okay, I see where you're going. Where J Lo is kind of like she's still. Okay. If you release the song tomorrow, it's going to be popular. Right. But what I'm trying to say is that if I heard a new song, like you, you kind of want to hear the hits because that keeps you on. If you hear a new song and like within thirty seconds you're just like, "Eh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I'll, I'll I'll jump back because I'm going to watch the Puppy Bowl for another minute. But you know that these. If I make an album right now, I was a musician, I make an album, I know what my three singles are going to be on that album. Good, Bad, or Indifferent, these are songs that are going to be, there's there's music videos that are already being thought of or produced. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of already know where it's going. So for you to sit there and say, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make this song, and I'm going to throw it out there. I think that, you know, people would expect you to play your hit. But if you throw a new one out there, it may catch them off guard. That's where, like, you you do get some of these artists. And when they release, like, a uh, an album that n- there was never any publicity on, it kind of takes people, like, you know, they're like, whoa. We, you know, and they, it, there's that, uh, that rush to go get it. And I think if you did that, m- maybe if you had, like, a five-song set and say you had, you're, you're releasing an album and three of the songs that you're going to play are new songs, you know, start out with your hit. Do uh, three new songs and then one of your hits at the end. Kind of make like a uh, a new song sandwich there. I think people would like the taste. Yeah, but that's what they do at their own concerts. But again, this is essentially a concert. I guess so, but I but you know what? They might be contractually obligated to play certain songs. Like, hey, you could do the Super Bowl, but you, you have gotta, to play Walk This Way. You gotta. Yeah, they yeah, but they play. They always fucking play "Walk This Way." <laughs> they probably told the Super Bowl we're playing "Walk This Way." <laughs> You're at Joey's bar mitzvah. You gotta play "Walk This Way." Yeah, fucking let's play "Walk This Way" until we're fucking dead. Hey, not for nothing, but did you hear the drummer left? Um, yeah, I heard that. Joey Kramer. He'll be back. They always fucking leave and they always fucking come back because it's it's Aerosmith and they have nothing better to do. Did he leave or did he get fired? Because it seemed like they said that he would almost have to. Like re audition. That's what, yeah, that's what happened. They made <laughs> the fucking guy's been in the band since the very beginning, and they like, yeah, you have to re audition to be the drummer. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be insulted too. I'm like you, fucking, you fucker guys were fucking stoned out of your goddamn head yeah, in the seventies. Steven Tyler couldn't remember lyrics. Yeah, and you're gonna sit there and bust my balls. I would have been like, you know, what, Steven, you got to re audition, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking dick. Even you used to look like a young hot man. Now you mm-hmm. look like an old woman who like Fucking got Christ. lost. You look in like 60s Linda Hamilton. <laughs> My God. Yeah, that that was that's a kick in the balls there. That I I heard that I was like, man, that fucking sucks. That really that'd be like your job saying, hey, uh, listen, by the way, you uh, 
I know you're almost retiring, but you're going to have to kind of do the test all over again. Yeah. You know, yeah. your, your performance ain't right there. We're going to have to bring you back to step one. Yeah, I mean, god damn. Uh, but yeah, I, I so I, I see where you're coming from with the halftime, with the, you know, they, you want them to take chances. I mean taking a chance, like kind of having newer artists kind of, and maybe that's what they're doing by including some of these guys that you don't really know and just kind of throwing them in there with J-Lo and Shakira and Black Eyed Peas and whatnot. Um, I don't know. I mean, the mu- music's so weird now because it's not like... You know, in the early 2000s, it was very rock-oriented. And then now it's kind of like... I, I couldn't even tell you what's the most popular brand of music now because it's just... It's like Illy Golding and uh, Lily Collins and that kind of crap. It's just like... Yeah, I have no clue what you just said. Yeah, I don't... I mean, these are people I'm just... I just saw them off, <laughs> off serious. But, like, I know... It's it just... There's no certain type of music that stands out above all the rest so i mean i guess they really can't take a chance on newer artists because there's just no one to pick you know what i would do if i if i had uh, if i was a company and i had all this money and i could do a sponsorship what i would almost if i was say disney i'm just gonna use i'm disney right now i'm the president of disney i would buy the super the, the halftime show and i would just release trailers to the new movies you know your new marvel movies your new disney movies Shows on Disney Plus and just make that you. If you tease that you are going to put drop all these trailers during it, you would get people that maybe even aren't watching the halftime show to tune in the watches. You would have, in my eyes, the biggest halftime show ever because everyone's tuning in to see these. And that's great for us at watching at home, but what about the people there? You put it right on the jumbotron. Yeah, I'm taking a shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to take a shit. I'm not going to fucking watch the goddamn halftime show <laughs> you you wouldn't sit there if they were dropping a new trailer for whatever you wouldn't sit there and and watch it depends what it's for now yeah i mean that's the thing i mean yeah okay that's a good two and a half minutes i still now but i have like 22 you're a company minutes like disney though you're a company like disney you're dropping probably 12 to 15 movies for the year every month you're putting out a new movie you have disney plus you could really kind of Oh yeah, and for the people at the stadium, almost do like a, I don't know, do like a fireworks show with with it in there. Yeah, I mean, I would almost rather watch something like that as opposed to, you know, Beyonce fucking up there being a jerk off. But you know what it is? They'll never do it because the halftime show brings in way too many viewers and advertising. You don't think that... It's all about the money. Yeah, but, like, we watch football. We watch football. And we're there. We're glued to watching the game. But you have someone that doesn't like football, but, you you know, they they realize that a a new Star Wars trailer is coming out. You got some, like, hardcore nerds. They're going to tune into that halftime show. I think you would bring in more of a a crowd doing something like that because, to me... The halftime show that was this year, I would have turned the chan- I would have turned it off because I just don't care. Right. I, I, and when you really go back and think about it, there's really no one that I'm excited to see. There's maybe some I would listen to or watch, but for the most part, 
I'm not, I'm not getting hard off any of these got any of these bands. Mm. I see your point. I see where you're coming from. And I think if you, if you held on to certain trailers or even if it was like a teaser trailer, just to, just to get that out there, I think that could be very big, but it would have to be done right. Yeah. You would really have to, you'd have to keep that 20 minutes jam packed. They would have to do something. I mean, I, I couldn't see them really gaining, like, keeping someone's interest for 20 straight minutes of trailers, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Or you could even tie in, like, now that um, the Avengers is morphing into more of, like, solo movies right now, right? That's how the, the uh, next... Yeah, I would say so for now, yeah. I mean, I think if you sat there and showed some old stuff and kind of made it, you know, like, showed the evolution from the past into the future, mm-hmm. it might not be as bad. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, I see where you're coming from, like I said. Um, but for the foreseeable future, I'm going to assume it's just going to kind of stay the way it is. Just like us. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Ready? Follow us on Twitter, Bullring PC, Instagram, Bullring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom or Bullring PC. You can follow us on Stitcher, Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Apple Music. When you go to Apple Music, hit the subscribe button and rate and review us if you haven't already. Get us up there and so we can uh, keep on going for more episodes. And, uh. Yeah, the Tom's at Tom's slow. We're, what time you get off work, Tom? Uh, Eleven. Oh, you're almost there. Okay, we're recording yeah, on a Friday on. night. I'll be sleeping by the time I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> I had a margarita and uh, two Miller Lights. I'm kind of, I'm definitely feeling it. So. I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna go home and drink. Nice. How's the wait? Because again, I said my in-laws are here. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully they'll be sleeping by the time you get home. How's how's no, the, probably not. How's the weight loss going? Uh, I worked a few doubles, so, like, working those, I wasn't able to get to the gym. I only went to the gym, uh, I think twice last week, so. Okay, okay, alright. Alright, so, uh, I guess this end is for Joe. Tom. And, uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode, we'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Yes. Showers, poppin' in the club, we light it up. Hey, our I said champagne showers, champagne showers. Poppin' in the club, we light it up. Hey, our, hey, our.